welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice, uh, it's hard to handle waiting, isn't it? Yes. I, I don't know if it's my ADD or if it's just my personality or maybe it's just a human thing, but nothing probably is as hard for me as waiting, and especially waiting in what feels like uncertainty. I think we all struggle with that. Yeah. You know, it, it, and again, it's strange when we're waiting and we feel uncertain, we have this pressure to do something and sometimes that doing something can lead to giving up and quitting. Right. Well, there's a verse of scripture in the book of Romans that I find really beautiful, and it's something that's been speaking to my heart. The, the Bible in the book of Romans 15 is talking about the things that happened in the past that the Bible records. And this would be the Old Testament and the New Testament for us. But the Bible says such things were written in the scriptures long ago to teach us and the scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. So this verse indicates that there might be a lapse of time or a gap of time between when we receive God's promise and we experience the actual fulfillment of it. Is that fair? I think so. But the Bible tells us what to do with that. So what, what do we do when we have a sense that God has made a promise to us we, we believe we've asked in faith, we believe we've asked in God's will, or maybe it's just something that God has promised in His Word to all believers, and we're not experiencing it. What do we do in that time that we're waiting? To me, that's where the Scriptures tell us that the important thing to do is to go to the Scriptures and read the stories, because the people in the Bible often had to wait, right? Right. Think of some who had to wait. So many. What about Abraham and Sarah? Yeah. Um, you know, Noah preached for, what, 120 years before the Joseph in prison. Right. So many people had to wait. Um, so many of the, I was thinking about even Elijah, the people waited for the, for rain for how many years? Right. So waiting for God to, um, to answer prayer or to act. You know, how many times we see as we've been, we've been reading even through the Old Testament prophets where people are saying, God, are you not seeing this? When are you going mm -hmm. to... Uh, fulfill the things that you have said. So right. uh, sometimes people wait for generations. Well, just, just a simple Noah's window today. I, if for anyone, if you're waiting on a promise from God and you're stressing over it, uh, what a good thing to do. Just get the Bible. Try to find the story in the Bible that's closest to your situation. I mean, maybe not the same subject material, but just somebody who had to wait. And, and look at how that God came through for them, how that God answered prayer for them, because our God never fails, right? That's right, and I think we all can use perspective. You know, I, I, in my life, when something seems so overwhelming in my life, and I, and I stop and look around and look at the Scripture and talk to the Lord about it, it's amazing how my perspective can change when I think about maybe other people who had situations, other people in the Scripture, or even thinking back about the times that God came through for me, that maybe I've been quick to forget. You know, I think sometimes we forget. We do. Yeah. I just know when I was a kid growing up, the, the Bible stories were just, I mean, I read them all the time. You know, I had a book yes. that I had literally worn. Very I think I showed it to you yeah. when I was a teenager. I'd just worn the covers off of it. And these, these are just stories from the Bible, directly from the Bible of, of God and His people. And I read it, and I read it, and I read it. And, you know, through the years, people have talked about my vivid imagination when I'm telling a Bible story. And I still think a lot of it came out of reading those stories when I was young. But there was something about reading about Abraham, as you said, Abraham and mm -hmm. Sarah and Joseph and Esther and Elijah, you know, and the disciples. Mm -hmm. There was something about reading those stories that just, just spoke to my anxious ADD mind 
and let me know that our God is a God who comes through. He does. And and that waiting time is not wasted time. No, it's not. You know, I, I have a, a friend that I've been following a little bit, and she I love how she says that we should, we should turn our waiting rooms into uh, classrooms. Yeah. There's so much to learn while we're in that waiting room. That's right. And, and again, I know in those seasons, I've learned things. We don't want to go through them, but they are... Right. They are, they are teaching moments. Well, okay, let's just take that verse for a moment that we just read, Romans 15, 4, where the Bible says that while we're waiting, we read the scriptures and we see those stories that God told are there for the reason to encourage us and to give us hope. Well, to me, that's only true because our God is the same. He's the right. same God. He's, in other words, Abraham's God is my God. The God that Abraham, think about this, the God that Abraham negotiated with to keep Sodom from being destroyed is the same God I'm going to talk to. Which we just talked about that a few days ago, about the same God that opened the Red Sea yeah. is the same God that we're, we're relying on. I think we can know that theologically as something else to just feel that mm -hmm. and to own that. Mm -hmm. That I am talking to the same God who shut the mouths of the lions for Daniel. He's the same God who can shut the mouth of the lions, metaphorical or not, that are, are, are roaming in our streets. You know that's so that's so important because if you if you feel helpless or are frustrated in a situation, but you know someone who's powerful and who has the power to speak into or act in your situation, you want to rely on that person. You want to right. go and talk to that person. You want that person to be involved. You know, this I, I hesitate to even use this illustration because you know I have nothing compared to God, but I, I just know the principle works. I get calls from pastors all the time, and the pastors I don't know, they've talked to another pastor that I've helped, and so that pastor has told them the history of how I helped them. It's so interesting because when they call me, there's that set of expectation. You did this for him, I believe you could do this for me. Well, I'm nobody, and I don't know that I ever really help anybody, but I just do know that's the principle that we need to have when we think about God. I mean, we need to read the story of Esther. We need to read the story of of the three Hebrew children. You know, we need to read the story of Paul and Silas in the prison and say, wait a minute, the same God who, you know, shut down Haman and his evil plan, you know, the same God who caused the earthquake and, and, and uh, shook the, the, you know, chains off the prisoners when Paul and Silas were in prison. He's the same God that's going to answer my prayer. So if we help them, I believe you'll help me. And we can remind God of that when we're praying about it. Well, he wants us yeah, to because this is his word this, here. You know? right. One more time, let's read this. Such things were written in the scripture long ago to teach us. And the scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently mm -hmm. for God's promises to be fulfilled. What a great verse. It is wonderful. I love the hope and encouragement. Yes. Well, just navigating here uh, while we're talking about the Word of God and some of these stories, we're going to be looking at Jeremiah 29.11 in the second message of our series, 29.11. Uh, we're going to take what we learned last week, we're going to take it to a whole new level. It's just a very practical message that we've got this weekend, so I hope that uh, if you're in the area and if you're in good health, that you can be with us at, at New Spring. Uh, this weekend, and if you're not, you can watch us online in spite of what I said yesterday. <laughs> and uh, the other thing coming up is book by book will be oh, next Wednesday. Book, and there's yeah. still room if you want to register. If you just go to newspring.org slash book by book, uh, you can register there. Tremendous book of the Bible. Of course, they're all, they're all the Word of God, but the book of Galatians is just mm -hmm. very, it's one of my favorite books. And so I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say.
Oh, and Mark's going to be there, too, <laughs> as well. So you'll hear what he has to say. That's the more important thing. It's going to be good. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward. I think it's just the way the way you're leading these book by books. I mean, you're getting people into the Word of God to learn for themselves, you know. It's like the old saying goes, you know, give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, teach someone to fish and they'll, they'll eat the rest of their life. I don't know. I'm not sure how, how true all that is, but the principle is so true in the Word of God. You know, it's important for us to be able to get in the Word and learn for Which ourselves. Which takes us back to today's verse because it's getting into the Word that's going to bring you that hope and encouragement. That's right. That is. And we need it. And, and the Word of God is... It's, it's more than an intellectual thing. I mean, there's a dynamic power in that. The Word of God, Scripture says, is, is sharper than any two-edged sword. You know, it, it's powerful. And it's just like we were saying earlier, in assembling together, the Holy Spirit is working there and present there, and the Holy Spirit's working and present in yeah. His Word as well. Yeah, I was reading on the plane coming back uh, the day before yesterday, and I was reading in the book of Isaiah where God said, my word will not come back to me without accomplishing what I send it to accomplish. Mm -hmm. You know, that is a strong statement. Mm -hmm. And as a pastor, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just carrying the message. I need, I need to hear the message just like everybody else. But I can tell you as a pastor, it's great comfort to know when that word of God goes out, wherever it goes, whether it's in that building or if it's across to another country, God's going to accomplish with it what he wants to accomplish. That's right. Well, Mary, let's pray for us today. Okay, let's pray. Father, thank you again for our friends that are watching and listening. And I just pray that you would help all of us to remember how important your word is and how important your work is in our life and, and help us to look for that uh, encouragement and hope that you provide as we read all that you've given to us in your scripture. I pray that you be with the services this weekend, that you would accomplish all that you would want to accomplish. I pray that you prepare the hearts of those that will be coming, watching, listening. I just pray that you would uh, uh, see many people come into the family, that the Holy Spirit would work in that way and use us to that end. Any way we can help uh, be a participant in, in the kingdom growing and being a blessing to others. And we just pray that you would bless our efforts for your glory and honor, that you not multiply those. I pray for each and every person, each and every family that's watching and listening to Noah's window today, that you would bless them, that you would wrap your arms of love around them and draw, draw them close, help them to know your presence. and. May they see your provision and, and feel your comfort and um, enjoy your guidance and all these things, Father, because we know that you are very much real in our lives and working in our lives, and we want to just be aware and um, be able to just celebrate and thank you for what you're doing in our life. I just pray that you would have your will and way, and we'll give you all the glory and the praise and honor, and we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Mary Allison. Thank you for joining us on Noah's Window. God willing, we'll see you this weekend. And if not this weekend, we'll, we'll catch you next Monday on Noah's Window. God bless. See you soon.